This episode is brought to you by Liquid IV. Guys, if you don't know what Liquid IV is, we'll buckle up because I'm going to throw you a game changer. Liquid IV is a hydration multiplier that not only tastes great, but is a non-GMO electric light drink mix. Powered by cellular transport technology to deliver hydration to the body faster and more efficiently than water can just do alone. One stick contains three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks with five essential vitamins. Now, I pride myself on telling you about things that I either already like or just use in my everyday life. And I have to say, I've actually been a fan of Liquid IV for a long, long time now. I use it for everything from, you know, just long runs to stay in shape, all those late nights with those after hours or just when I'm feeling a little dehydrated. I turn to it so it could just, my God, set me straight, make me feel like a million bucks again, and just get me ready for the day. So please head on over to their website. That's liquid-iv.com to check out their amazing line of products. And get this, when you use promo code Art of the Beholder, all one word, you'll get 20% off your order. Now, if you need a little direction on where to start, I recommend Lemon Lime. Guys, you're going to love it, won't be disappointed. So please give it a shot and get more fuel for life's adventures. Now, back to the show. Greetings and salutations, everyone. Novo here. We're actually off this week, but something has been weighing on my chest, something I've been thinking about for a long time, and I, I'm just so compelled. I have to get it out into the world, into the universe, because I've been thinking about The Last of Us, episode three, long, long time. Now, I've been thinking about this a lot because I've seen other people covering it from time to time. And of course, they're talking about why it's so amazing. Things like it being a masterclass in writing, directing, acting. I mean, cinematography, everything is incredible about this episode. And they are not wrong to cover it that way. But I think the most important attribute of this episode is how emotionally profound it is. And I feel like not enough people are asking why. Why is this hitting us so hard? Why is this pulling at our heartstrings? So that's what I intend to answer today. I cannot stop thinking about it, so let's hash it out. Now, today's episode is going to include a lot of spoilers. So if you haven't seen the episode, please take a minute, pause, watch it. It's like watching a movie, so take your time. <laughs> plan, prepare, and then get back to us. Now, before we can discuss, of course, we all need a little background. So the episode, again, entitled Long, Long Time, is actually taken from a 1970 song by Linda Ronstadt. It was written by Craig Mazin, who also helped develop Chernobyl, which I think is, we've actually covered this on our show, one of the best miniseries in the last decade, if not the best. So we already, this is why it's a masterclass in writing. And it was also directed by Peter Hoer. Now, like I said, it clocks in at 75 minutes. So this is like watching a movie, essentially. And I read that they tried to shorten it for a normal television runtime, it being usually 59 minutes to 50 minutes, but they wanted to make sure they included everything that they wanted to do from their initial vision for the episode and have everything intact. And that's why it landed on about 75 minutes. 
Now, the story centers on the characters of Bill, played by Nick Offerman, and Frank, played by Murray Bartlett, and their initial meeting, falling in love, and how their relationship evolves and eventually ends, all while humanity is going through this life-changing apocalyptic event. So it's this small story surrounded by this huge epic. Now, why was this so powerful? Why was it so emotional? I I don't often cry at television or films or things like that. I may tear up a little bit or I may I may feel a little bit. I was full on crying at least four or five times throughout the runtime of this episode. Why? First, I want to start here. I think the episode in and of itself simply tells a compelling love story. So it doesn't matter who it was. You know, when a love story is told well, a lot of the details don't matter. This happens to be between two men. It could have been a man and a woman. It could have been two women. Again, it doesn't matter because the storytelling is so riveting. We see the arc of their relationship play out for 20 years. We see everything, the trials and tribulations of them going through this dystopian apocalyptic event, them meeting, them having this relationship, falling in love, all the way until the very end. And so what does that do? That taps into our humanity because it mirrors what a lot of us have already gone through. So in and of itself, as just a very specific kind of story, it is essentially telling our story, the entire essence of one person's life from beginning to end as it surrounds love in this one 75-minute piece. So that's a lot. That's a lot to take in. So of course, it's going to hit at your heartstrings. I think what is even more impactful is Frank asking Bill to, quote, help him die. So on his last day, Bill takes Frank to get new suits, and they marry after a long life together. And I remember rereading just the synopsis for this extra bonus episode, and I started crying. I started crying at the idea of how sweet it was, but also how heartbreaking. And it's that kind of story that gives you both hope and also does not shy away from the darkness of our humanity and an ultimate mortality. Because that is the other side of the coin is its depiction of time. And that time is not only a flat circle, but it does end for all of us. And that also gives us purpose. Now, after dinner, Bill places a lethal dose of sleeping tablets in Frank's wine and reveals he's also spiked his own drink as well, admitting he has no desire to live without Frank. Because caring for Frank gave Bill purpose. And again, that purpose in life, that meaning is different for all of us, but it also helps shape who we are and why we do this, why we live our lives. And I think that was, watching that was so incredibly profound and impactful and part of the reasons we probably all cried when we watched that episode. And then what he did for Joel and Ellie is when they actually come to see what has happened, the aftermath of this, of this decision 
to end their lives together, he passes on a torch to Joel in the form of a mission. He wants him to help save as many lives, no matter the cost, giving him new purpose for his future. So that in and of itself is already so strong. Just talking about it makes me, ah, makes me kind of relive why I felt this way and that way when I actually watched the episode. Now, what else is so riveting about this episode is that it also touches our our own humanity due to our recent history with our world going through a pandemic starting in 2020 and us finally getting close to an end at the end of 2022 and now seeing our own aftermath now in 2023. We are living their lives in a way as well, though not obviously not exactly the same. And so it creates a level of not only sympathy, but empathy that we don't normally connect with in other media. And this story has technically been told for a long time. This is a classic Shakespearean Romeo and Juliet kind of story. I cannot live without you, so I must die with you. It's already, again, in and of itself, very emotionally strong and heartbreaking and sad. But when you add in that second component that we were going through a lot of what they went through, man, it just, I think it hits so much harder. This taps into, so with those two things, it taps into a humanity that we just, like I said, we don't really see in other art forms or media and things like that. And it helps to remind us of our own purpose, right? It gives us purpose by watching them live out their purpose. And we again are reminded why we do this. I think that's part of the reason why so many, including myself, people got so emotionally attached to this episode more than so many other episodes I've seen in the last decade. This changed something, I think, in all of us. So I remind all of you before I go, find your purpose and go after it. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back in a week with something something else in the cultural landscape that we definitely have to discuss. Shout out to all you Swifties out there. But before we get there, be good to each other. And as always, good luck and Godspeed. We love you. Art of the Beholder is brought to you by Novo Day Productions, created and hosted by Novo Day and the Novo Day Collective. Facebook.com slash Novo Day Media, at Novo Day Media on Twitter and Instagram. Music by A Company, Facebook.com slash Aco Music 123, Aco on Spotify. Logo designed by Tom Justice, J E S T U S, of thejusticecompany.com, and executively produced by Clayton Anderson. All rights reserved.